ಅಚಲೇಶ್ವರಾಯ ನಮಃ theoretical knowledge is needed for yoga liberation and may be found in books, but practical application is what is needed. Personal example and instruction are the most helpful aids. As for intuitive understanding, A person may laboriously convince themselves of the truth to be grasped by intuition, of its function and nature. But the actual intuition is more like feeling and requires practical and personal contact. Mere book learning is not of any great use. After realization, all intellectual loads are useless burdens and are to be thrown overboard. It is those who are not learned that are saved, rather than those whose ego has not yet subsided in spite of their learning. The unlearned are saved from the relentless grip of the devil of self-infatuation. They are saved from the malady of a myriad whirling thoughts and words. They are saved from running after wealth. It is from more than one evil that they are saved. It is due to illusion born of ignorance that people fail to recognize that which is always, and for everybody, the inherent reality, dwelling in its natural heart center, and to abide in it. And that instead they argue that it exists, or does not exist, that it has form, or has no form, or is non-dual, or is dual. Can anything appear apart from that which is eternal and perfect? This kind of dispute is endless. Do not engage in it. Instead, turn your mind inward and put an end to all this. 
There is no finality in disputations. The intricate maze of philosophy and the various schools is said to clarify matters and to reveal the truth. But in fact it creates confusion where none need exist. To understand anything, there must be the self. The self is obvious. So why not remain as the self? What need to explain the non-self? Brahman, or the self, is like a cinema screen and the world like the pictures on it. You can see the picture only so long as there is a screen. But when the observer themselves becomes the screen, only the self remains. Phenomena are real when experienced as the self, and illusory when seen apart from the self. The self alone exists and is real. The world, the individual, and God are like the illusory appearances of silver in the mother of pearl. Imaginary creations in the self. They appear and disappear simultaneously. Actually, the self alone is the world, the I and God. All that exists is only a manifestation of the Supreme. There are no degrees of illusion. Illusion itself is illusory. It must be seen by somebody outside it. But how can such a seer be subject to it? So how can one speak of degrees of it? You see various scenes passing on a cinema screen. Fire seems to burn buildings to ashes. Water seems to wreck ships but the screen on which the pictures are projected remains unburnt and dry. Why? Because the pictures are unreal and the screen real. Similarly, reflections pass through a mirror, but it is not affected at all by their number or quality. 
In the same way, the world is a phenomenon upon the substratum of the single reality, which is not affected by it in any way. Reality is only one. Talk of illusion is due only to the point of view. Change your viewpoint to that of knowledge and you will perceive the universe to be only Brahman. Being now immersed in the world, you see it as a real world. Get beyond it and it will disappear and reality alone will remain. The world is perceived as an apparent objective reality when the mind is externalized, thereby abandoning its identity with the self. When the world is thus perceived, the true nature of the self is not revealed. Conversely, when the self is realized, the world ceases to appear as an objective reality. That is illusion which makes one take what is ever-present and all-pervasive, full to perfection and self-luminous, and is indeed the self and the core of one's being, for non-existent and unreal. Conversely, that is illusion which makes one take for real and self-existent what is non-existent and unreal, namely the trilogy of world, ego and God. Different seers saw different aspects of truth at different times each emphasizing some viewpoint. There is no need to worry about their conflicting statements. The essential aim of the Vedas is to teach us the nature of the imperishable self and show us that we are that. The individual being, which identifies its existence with that of the life in the physical body as I, is called the ego. The self, which is pure consciousness, has no ego sense about it. Neither can the physical body, which is inert in itself, 
have this ego sense. Between the two, that is, between the self or pure consciousness and the inert physical body, there arises mysteriously the ego sense or I notion, the hybrid which is neither of them. And this flourishes as an individual being. This ego, or individual being, is at the root of all that is futile and undesirable in life. If you once know the self, within which all ideas exist, not excluding the idea of yourself, of others like you and of the world, you can realize the truth that there is a reality, a supreme truth which is the self of all the world you now see. the self of all the selves, the one real, the supreme, the eternal self. As distinct from the ego or individual being, which is impermanent, you must not mistake the ego or the bodily idea for the self. Self-inquiry, who am I, is a different technique from the meditation I am Shiva or I am He. I rather emphasize self-knowledge, for you are first concerned with yourself before you proceed to know the world or its Lord. The I am he or I am Brahman meditation is more or less mental. But the quest for the self of which I speak is a direct method and is superior to it. Everyone is the self and indeed is infinite. Yet each person mistakes their body for themselves. In order to know anything, illumination is necessary. This can only be of the nature of light. However, it lights up both physical light and physical darkness. That is to say, that it lies beyond apparent light and darkness. It is itself neither, but it is said to be light because it illumines both. It is infinite and is consciousness.
Consciousness is the self of which everyone is aware. No one is ever away from the self, and therefore everyone is in fact self-realized. Only, and this is the great mystery, people do not know this and want to realize the self. Realization consists only in getting rid of the false idea that one is not realized. It is not anything new to be acquired. It must already exist, or it would not be eternal. And only what is eternal is worth striving for. Once the false notion, I am the body, or I am not realized, has been removed. Supreme Consciousness, or the Self alone, remains. And in people's present state of knowledge, they call this realization. But the truth is that realization is eternal and already exists here and now. Consciousness is pure knowledge. The mind arises out of it and is made up of thoughts. The essence of the mind is only awareness or consciousness. However, when the ego overclouds it, it functions as reasoning, thinking, or perceiving. The universal mind, not being limited by the ego, has nothing outside itself and is therefore only aware. Om Arunachali Sparaya Namaha